It's your host, Norman Murray. Welcome to another episode of The Building Bridges Podcast. For my regular listeners, I appreciate you and your support. And to those first-timers, welcome to the podcast. I pray that something is said that inspires you, motivates you, or at least provokes you in thought. If you want to hear more and view additional content or just support us, there's a link right under the description of this episode. All right, let's build a bridge. So today's episode, I have a interviewee with me today. I have my man, A.D. Mitchell, hailing out of Baltimore, Maryland. Did I say that right? I don't think you did, because no. I'm not from, really from Baltimore. All right, so where you from, bro? It's kind of confusing story wait, 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 to tell. No, no, but you are hailing out of Baltimore, no. currently. No, I'm actually in Frederick, Maryland. No, I don't like that. It's okay. I don't like that at all. It's, it's all right. People move, like, man. No, I don't like that. People adjust. On your address, it probably says Baltimore, Maryland. For sure. Yeah, but that's does, my right? mama address. Oh, all right, we ain't going to go into that. Mm-mm, mm-mm. All right, AD, tell the people where you from. Tell us a little bit about yourself, bro. Well, I originally grew up in a Charles County, Maryland, Southern Maryland, for most people. Um, 37 years old. Been working all my life. Um, I just love everybody, man. That's really what I can say. I'm just happy to be here today. Um, That's good, man. That's good. And so I'm going to be real with you. The only thing I heard was Baltimore, Maryland. See, why you got to start? I'm just saying. You shouldn't do that. B-more, Baltimore, you know, because y'all don't pronounce it. They don't pronounce it. Oh, they don't pronounce it. Yeah, they don't pronounce it at all. All The T and the Doug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I got you, man. I feel you, man. Well, listen, everybody. I appreciate y'all tuning in. Uh, today's episode, we're going to be talking, there's no freedom without truth. And so, you know, my very first question to you, sir, is that when you hear the word freedom, all right, what does that even mean to you? Freedom? Uh, I mean, just, just free to be yourself, um, free to love, free to be happy, uh, free to do, um, just, just no boundaries. That's what freedom is to me. Nothing to hold you back. Um, no weights on your ankles. You just live in your life the best way you can. That's what's up, man. You know, a lot of people look at freedom, right? Free- freedom is, is, is so many different things to so many different people, right? Depending on your upbringing, depending on, you know, even your spiritual background. You sure. know, freedom can mean something totally different. Uh, the society that we live in today, um, you know, you can grab a handful of, you know, black folk and some of them will tell you they're not free. Some of them tell you they are free, right? But it's a it's a mindset too. So sure. uh, I definitely hear what you're saying, and so I, I really want to just jump in and use the words. Uh, look at freedom, and look at what what the how it's defined, right? A political or national independence, right? Countries get freedom and independence from another country. A personal liberty, as opposed to bondage or slavery. The absence of or release from ties you get freedom you know you know a relationship you get you get free from that right and then basically the state of being free like i said like a mindset the state of being free so out of all of those what what do you think uh uh, probably most describes you when you talk about freedom as well um i'm gonna just take it spiritual and just say god uh with me um that's who i trust that's who i love Mm. and that's who i confide in confide in um I try not to get caught up in all the extra nonsense of the world, right? So to speak, because like even work could be considered, you know, you're not free when you go to work. You got to work. Got to work. Um, even sometimes in some of the organizations that we're in, <clears throat> excuse me, 
It could be football. I mean, it could be raising stepchildren. Mm-hmm. It could be a bad relationship. It could be your parents, honestly, for real, for that are holding you back. Um, so that's what I think about when it's talking about, like, you know, the struggles, uh, or the straight the slavery type of mindset. Right. You know, you know, when you went straight to God and, and for my listeners, they already know I'm going to bring the word of God in. It's all good. And so since you brought it in so early, yeah. you know, we're going to go there. So now I want to look at a different word. Okay. Word liberty. Right. Definition of liberty. Freedom from control. Freedom from captivity, confinement or physical restraint. And then the last one I want to look at is freedom or the right to be uh, a frequent or use of a place. So we talk about that slavery piece and we talk about um, that physical restraint, you know, being being in jail, being locked up. Right. Having some liberty. And it's amazing to me how both of these words are truly synonymous. But when you look up the word liberty, the word freedom is tied to it. Right. So it's a it's just a. Amazing how we look at that and we. Are actually in control and out of control when you look at the word liberty sometimes, you know, so if I was to ask you. If you have a family member, a friend who who says they're not free, they're not free to do what they want. They're not free to 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 move about. And I'm not talking about somebody that's locked up. I'm talking about just a mindset. What would you say to them? Um, You got to find yourself. Uh, People have to get out of trying to keep up with the Joneses, so to speak, and start to move on purpose. Mm, I like that. When you're moving on purpose, you look at things completely different. You walk a, di- a completely different way when you're moving on purpose. It doesn't matter who you're around or what you're doing at that point. You're just moving on purpose. So when you're moving on purpose, those things that are so-called holding you back or holding you down or keeping you from being free, right? it's completely different feeling. Right. And, you know, that's great because I'm sitting here thinking, right? And, you know, I got some notes written down here and you ever had your heart broken? For sure. For sure. <laughs> you ever broke somebody's heart? I can almost 100% say I have. Probably, yeah. right? You know, and, and the feeling that you had, you know, I don't know which one happened first, but that feeling is not a good feeling. Never, no. You know, I can say I had my heart broken, man. My my wife, she's going to listen to this episode one day, and I got to tell her, she broke my heart a long time ago, yeah. man. Before we got married, she broke up. Hmm. Now, now I'm, I'm positive that I did something. That made her break up with me, right? I'm, yeah, I'm, for sure. I'm guaranteeing that I did it, but she broke my it, it broke my heart. Yeah, you know what I mean. And and so the reason why I'm saying that is because at the end of that, you ever notice how when you have a bad relationship or anything happen like that, the other person always say, "But I gotta know, I gotta know, you yeah. gotta tell me." And it's like I don't know if I want to tell you all that. Yeah, you know. And so the truth hurts for sure. You know what I mean? So so if the truth hurts, then how do you give the truth? How do you tell somebody the truth when you know that it's going to hurt? Uh, you can only be yourself, man. Um, I'm a person that is always honest and truthful. So when I say this, this is going to be awkward. But lying to your wife saying she look good and something that she don't look look good in is not being honest to her. Um, same thing with a hairstyle. Um, it could be a pair of shoes. It could be a conversation. Oh man, you better be careful, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, you better be careful, man. Hey, trust me, I already know. <laughs> <laughs> but 
person. And I'm not even saying it, you know, um, to be negative. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying that truth hurts. Right. You know what I mean? Like, even for myself, like I tell people all the time, one of my biggest insecurities was my teeth. I've always had a gap in my mouth. Mm -hmm. Always. But after 37 years old, you're like, bro, you, you still don't like your gap. Get over it. Right. Or you should have did something about right. it. Right. But that truth for me hurts. Um, right. Even being bald right now, you know, right. I ain't want to lose my hair. I ain't want to be bald out here. <laughs> but the very second song, like, ooh, you bald. You know, that truth hurts, but it is what it is. So you have to be able to accept the truth as much as you give the truth. And you have to let people know as you're talking to them, like, look, this may not be the most comfortable conversation. You right. may not like what I'm getting ready to say to you right now. Right. But this is what I got to tell you. I got to tell you this. Well, well, the good thing is that at least you're prepping them. Mm -hmm. Beforehand, you know, you're being honest, you're being open. And typically, when it's somebody that we love and we care about, we're not trying to hurt their feelings, but we still have to tell the truth, sure. right? It's, it's only the right thing. And so, automatically, right, brings me to Hebrews 4 and 12, right? Because we're talking about God as well here. For the word of God is quick, it's powerful, it's sharper than any two edged sword. Watch this, piercing even the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and the joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. So you hear people say this scripture all the time and they'll say portion of the scripture and say, yep, you know, the word of God is sharper than any two edged sword, but it's more than that. But look what that two edged sword does. It's designed to, the word of God is designed to cut going in for sure and coming out for sure. So it's touching multiple things here. It says the soul and the spirit. When that cutting comes, you're going to feel it. For sure. And then it says the joints and the marrow. So he's, so so the word here is not only talking about spiritual, but it's also talking about na uh, natural as well. It's a painful thing, right? But then it says, and the intents of the heart. So God already knows your heart. You hear people say, God knows my heart. Yeah. And when I hear people say that, I, I, I cringe a little bit. Do the same. I do the same. I, I do the same. I, I, I cringe because then I see I'm reminded about the word of God because the word of God says that the heart is wicked and deceitful. Hmm. See, God does know your heart. For sure. See, see, when you say, when someone says that God knows my heart, that's because they know they're doing wrong. Mm -hmm. And it's an easier way to move past that thing. But the truth of the matter is God does know your heart mm -hmm. and that it is deceitful and it is wicked. Mm -hmm. It's a problem with that heart, man. So, um, so when you hear that scripture, man, what, what, what came to mind? Um, there's always two sides. And what I mean by that is there's always a, a time of, of growth and there's going to be a time of pain, so to speak. So it's going to, you have to go through the process to get better. And that may be bad or good. Right. Um, so when I hear stuff like that, it just, it just make, puts me in the mindset of you're just going to go through it. You're going to go through the process. You're going to hear good things. You're going to hear bad things, but the truth has to happen. Because right. if you don't hear the truth, you don't grow. That's true. And, and that's what it's all about at the end of the day. Like that's what our father really wants us to do is to continually to grow. You're not going to get it right every day. That's right. Or today you fail. But you, you failed today, but Lord, forgive me. And now you're moving past it and you're moving to do better the next day. It's a slow progression, but it has to happen. Absolutely. I, I like that analogy because that is true. The Bible says that a just man falleth seven times. So you got to get back up. Right. Um, 
I want you to finish this. Now, this is not a trick question. Okay. I just want you to finish what I'm saying. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Ah, see that? That was an accident, though. It was but, an accident? Yeah, but I'm glad God speaks. You're glad God speaks. Now, sure. now, here's, now here's where I'm going to put you on the spot. I am. All right. Uh, let's try it one more time. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Set you free. You see how that word set, that is not biblical. Mm. That is not in the Bible. The word in the Bible is make. Mm. Now, here's what I want to do. I want to talk about that. Right. Because <clears throat> over the last, I want to say four or five years, uh, 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 God has been showing me different things and where I'm more critical of the word, mm. not critical of the word in the sense of I'm poking holes at the word, but I'm making sure that I completely understand the word. But in order to understand the word, I have to know the word sure. and I have to make sure I use the right words mm. because we can mess it up. And I'm, I just want to go there with you for real quick. Um, we hear that scripture all the time. We hear it in songs. We hear it in TV commercials. We hear it in movies. And they say, set you free. But that's not actually in the Bible. The Bible says, make you free. Now, why is this important? Why do you think that's important? Do, do, uh, you know what? Let's back up. Do you think there's a difference between setting and making? The word set and make in that, in that scripture? I would say yes. Okay. Um, set is like um, placing. Mm. Arranging, um, I would think of set, and then we make your creating. There you go. See, that's a great example because if we don't use the right words, we take the scripture and we make it something that it's not. It loses its power, its authority when we change the words, right? And so when you look at the word make, make is to bring something into existence. God made us from nothing. All right. He made us from nothing, from mm -hmm. dirt, from nothing by shaping or changing materials, whatever. Right. Uh, to produce, to cause, to exist, to happen. Right. To bring about, to cause or become something. Set is like you said, if you set something down, there's different ways of looking at it. You set a vase on the table. You, you know, you can set a uh, to put to be put in a particular uh, position or posture. You can set things, you know, so it's different. So. Uh, going forward, right? I hope you switch that word up or try to switch it up because it's important because the reason why it's so important is that because we don't ever want to take any authority or power away from God. For sure. Yes. See, man can't do what God does. So God creates. See, we can't create no matter. Pick a scientist. In order for a scientist, uh, a NASA specialist, whatever, in order for them to make something, they have to start with something. Mm. God is the only one that can start with nothing. Yes, sir. And make something. You see what I'm saying? So it's just important that we we look at the word um, of God in, in, in the right context. And like I said, it wasn't a trick question. I just was I just want to bring that out because a lot of times we 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 say the wrong thing. We know what we mean, but then we say the wrong thing. And we just want to make sure that we get it right so that we understand that that God is all powerful, all knowing. Right. And we want to make sure we give him his just due. Yes. All right. So here's a question for you, sir. What if I told you that freedom has little to do with your physical or mental, but more about your spiritual? What would you say to that? Say that one more time. What would you say if I told you that real freedom has little to do with your physical or your mental, but more about your spiritual? I, I would agree with you. I believe that's the 
the the closest thing to our father mm. would be our spirit. So that's all right. That's all right. It's a spirit, man. Like I said, that is such a um it's such a unified thing with our father in heaven. Mm. And um if that could be free, you would truly be free. Right. I think a lot of times people forget that part. Right. You do. We, you know, we go through life because stuff happens, yeah. right? Life happens, sure. literally. Right. And and we don't realize that our true freedom lies in Christ. It doesn't lie in this world. It doesn't lie if I'm uh, uh, in prison. It doesn't, it doesn't matter if I'm working the weirdest or most tedious menial jobs. My freedom, my true freedom, my true liberty yes, sir. is in Christ, right? And I'm careful, right, to teach my children that, you know, it doesn't matter what job you work. If you're a janitor, okay, you're a janitor. Be the best janitor. Your spot on the floor should be the cleanest over all the other janitors. But then think bigger. How can you own a janitorial company, right? How do you take that which the world might look at and say, oh, you just a janitor yep. and turn it into a multi-million dollar business. Yes, sir. You see what I'm saying? Yes, sir. And, and that's how we have to think. That's how, I, that's how at least that's how I believe we should raise our children with a mindset like that. Everybody's child is not cut out to go to college, go to Ivy League school. Sometimes it's not, sometimes it's not, has nothing to do with the money. Sometimes it's just, it's just not them. Yep. That's not the path that God has chosen for them. But there are other ways, you know, that they can move about in this, in this world. And I love that you said that it's a spiritual thing because it really is mm -hmm. because uh, also the fact that that freedom and I've been saying this a lot since the pandemic as well listen Acts 2 and 38 says and Peter said unto them be baptized excuse me repent be baptized each and every one of you in Jesus, for the remission of sins in Jesus name then he says and you shall be filled with the Holy Ghost. You have to have God's spirit. You have to have God's spirit. Right. And so understanding that that is my ticket. Mm. Right. It's not the overall that's going to get me in. But that's my first part for me to see the kingdom. Mm -hmm. If I live 30 more years after being saved, I still have to I have to live holy. I got to learn to live holy. And so even the scriptures that I, some of the scripture that we read earlier uh, uh, you know, we talk about this this man Paul, and about this freedom, and about this liberty, and this in tr true freedom. Paul wrote thirteen books in the Bible. Six, five of them he wrote while in prison. While in prison. So the man that we're learning from, that God poured into, was in prison for five of the books that he wrote in the Bible, teaching us how to live holy. If I die today. From COVID, from cancer, from 15 gunshots, from getting hit by a bus. Where am I going to spend eternity? That's my goal. That's the ultimate goal. The ultimate goal is to have freedom and true freedom is in Christ. But I can't have that if I don't have Christ's spirit in me. What say you, sir? Um, I'm, I'm growing. Um, I'm not perfect, but I completely agree with everything that you said. Um, if you don't have that 
like spiritual connection and that freedom you just lost right you stuck you you don't know how to get out of it so as you grow and as you mature and you really start to get older because like for me let's say when i was young i act young right as i gotten older mm. i acted older right i didn't want to run the streets no more you know what i mean i didn't want to hurt the ladies or anything like that i wanted to walk grandma across the street because she needed help right you know what i mean you, you it's just it's just a maturity and you just grow um i bring up a, a scenario over the past couple of weeks and one of my former employees died wow um from a car accident and it it hurt me bad and then the only thing i could ask myself was i wonder if he had got it right with god right before he went on but then i started begin to look at myself and say well if, if that was you would you have been ready i'm gonna say probably not no. right i'm probably honest to you no not at all but with that consciousness that i have about it it does wake me up every day and i want to be better right every day and, and and you know god's gonna bless you for what you just said because you spoke it out of your mouth and see we have to speak things into existence like you said you're not perfect i'm not perfect the bible says that we need to learn to do well and and you know immediately as you still saw me grabbing my device here when you started talking i'm like ah oh, i know where the scripture is uh first corinthians 13 and 11 says when i was a child i spake as a child i understood as a child i thought as a child but when i became a man I put away childish things. Yes, sir. And that's that part of maturity that you're talking about. Mm -hmm. And and it's important for us to know that, you know, one of the things that I do love about what I do here on, on Building Bridges, on my podcast and in church, even when I'm preaching, it's not about telling you about your sin completely, because the truth of the matter is most people know that they sin. It. Mm -hmm. You already know. Mm -hmm. 100%. 100%. Right. So the title of this episode is there's no. There's, there's no freedom without truth, right? No freedom without truth. And you as an individual have to come to grips with yourself and tell yourself the truth and, and, and don't lie. You know where you stand right now. For sure. Yes, right? I, don't, I don't have to analyze you. I don't have to look at you, you know, um, and guess what? And just because I don't see you sinning don't mean that you, I don't know what you do behind closed door. And, and you looking at me the same thing, right? And so that's why we have to put our trust and everything in God. Yes, so God can make the change in us. My job as a as a teacher and a preacher of the word of God is to give you the word, give you the truth, the unadulterated truth. Mm -hmm. Right. And do it in love, do yes. it in meekness yes. and kindness. But then the responsibility is on you to what do you do with the word? How do you take that information? How do you process it and how do you apply it to your life? Right. I mean, the only thing you can do is uh it's like at work when they give you feedback mm -hmm. you know you take that feedback and you begin to dissect dissect yourself and really look at yourself and try to push how can i say grow right and make yourself not even make yourself just become better every day so i used to tell people you know sometimes you have to fall you mm -hmm. know before you get up absolutely and unfortunately you're gonna have to mess up mm -hmm before you get it right i mean that's how we learn that's how we learn as children right. so as, as adults i guess we get into a weird place where no one can tell me anything right you can't tell me nothing right but then in hindsight if you're mature you listen like i don't i don't like everything that i hear out of people's mouths i don't right. 
and I may not react right then and there because a lot of times I'm a very quiet person, but I'm quiet because I am trying to di- dissect mm. and take what I need from that conversation. Because just because you said it doesn't mean that's true. That's, that's but then facts. vice versa, there was something meaningful in that truth that you're, you know what I'm saying, that you're presenting before me right now. Absolutely. You know, I just thought about some, you know, comics I tell you too, there's a little bit of truth, you know, in, in those jokes. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's a great point that that you made about the falling, right? Because the truth of the matter is that is a biblical principle because you got to get back up. Yes, sir. God is a forgiving God. Yes, sir. But you got to be willing. One, you got to be willing to uh, uh, accept God's forgiveness. And then two, you got to be willing to forgive yourself for, for some of the things that that you've done. But if you repented and, and you know that God is forgiving you, you know, you got to let that stuff be where it's at. Right. Mm-hmm. The Bible says no condemnation. Right. That we're the only ones that look back. God don't see the stuff that he's already forgiven us for. We keep bringing it up. We keep remembering it. We keep poking the bear, so mm-hmm. to speak. Yeah. Right. Uh, but I want to stay with that uh, piece about truth. Right. So here at Building Bridges, you know, I tell you, you know, I want to inspire people. I want to motivate people, but I also want to provoke them in thought. So I'm going to read a scripture to you. If we say that we have fellowship with him, what's fellowship? If we say that we have conversations with God and we commune with God, we are with God and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. That's in first John uh, uh, one and six. So think about that for a second. People that we know, sometimes it's us. Sometimes it might have been me 15 years ago, when you know, early on or 20 years ago, early on when I first started walking with Christ. I'm saying I got fellowship with the Lord. But then I go out and do and sin all week long or show up to church on Sunday morning. I'm lying because I'm walking in darkness. That's what the word says. See, see, a lot of people think that a preacher is being offensive and he talking about you, but it's not. The word of God is offensive because that's how it was designed. We read the scripture earlier about that two edged sword. It's designed that way. God's word is designed to cut you going in and coming out. You need to feel it. Right. So. So. So what say you about the, the walking in darkness? I want to say sometimes you have to walk in darkness to find the light. Mm. And I'm only saying sometimes because that can be so many different scenarios, Mm -hmm. so many different situations, experience and everything. But there's a difference when you you lie. Mm. And that's the biggest thing that I think, not even the biggest thing. I know that's what God don't like. So it's one thing (laughs) to pretend. Right. And then, but you're lying. Like, you know, you're not doing no good. You know, you up to no good. But yeah, I'm up here Sunday singing in the choir. Right. Passing up the communion bowl and everything else like that. So that's when people have to step back and they have to be truthful to themselves. I believe even in your wickedness, being truthful in that God can do something with you more so than you doing this balance and act between good and evil. Right. You know, that's a. I appreciate you today, sir. I appreciate you stopping by and, and chatting with me today. It's a good conversation. Uh, 
no freedom without truth, right? So let me try to help free some folk today. Let's do it. So you just talked about that lion and said, you know, God don't like liars, right? Well, I want to provoke some folks in thought right now. Um, Revelation 21. He that cometh shall inherit all things and I will be his God and he shall be my son. But the fearful, are you are you fearful today? And unbelieving, do you not believe God and do you not believe every word that he says? And the abominable, okay, and murderers and whoremongers, right? We know what those are. And sorcerers, right? Stop getting those tarot readings. <laughs> and idolaters. Idolaters are anything, are, are people that subscribe and, and worship anything or anyone over God. But here's the part right here. And then of all of that list, it, the Bible says, and all liars shall have their part in the lake, which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Okay. So that's so important because the lie God lists. The word of God lists out a whole list of things that God, God hates, but he gets to the word liars and says all liars. So we got to think about that. When you tell him a little lie, you can stop lying, you know, because God don't, does not like that. I know we, we heard that growing up as children, right? Mm -hmm. God don't like ugly. God don't, mm -hmm. no, God don't like liars. God, God is not pleased with that. And it's important for us to know that because if there's no freedom without truth, how can you ever even think about being free of anything when you can't tell the truth? You talking crazy out your mouth. You telling lies all the time. So you ain't even get to God yet. You can't even deal with you you in the natural. Mm -hmm. So in the spiritual, you we you, we gonna be messed up for sure. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So so it's it's, it's something. Jesus said unto him, "I am the way, the truth, the life. No man cometh unto the Father." But by me, that's John 14 and six. So many people talk about God, 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 and won't talk about Jesus, won't call the name of Jesus. You got to call on the name of Jesus. You can't believe in the one and don't believe in the other. You, listen, the word I just read, you can't even get to the father yeah. without going through Jesus. Yes, sir. It's just not possible. I know some people think they can, but they can't. You can't say you believe the Bible, but only believe certain parts. And every time Jesus speaks, that's the part you don't believe. Don't make no sense. Don't make no sense, right? You know what I'm saying? So, so this is a good conversation, brother. I'm, I'm glad. Like I said, I'm glad you stopped by, man. There's no freedom without truth. Um, what else you got for me on this topic, man? I, I want to know what's on your mind. Maybe I didn't even ask the question or the scripture, but, but what does all that mean? That there's no freedom without truth. You can't be free without truth. So it goes right back to what I was saying about lying. When you're when you're lying, you're making something up. You're not even living what you're talking about. Right. But if you're telling the truth, that's not a lie. That's like saying, you know, I'm broke, mm -hmm. but I'm telling you, I got plenty of money. Let's go do it. Right. But that's a lie. It is. Why would you even? You just to tell the truth. You're broke. Right. It's fine. They would probably appreciate you and love you in that truth. Then you making up this lie. And now we're out here 
quote unquote having this good time. Right. And you don't have what you say. Man, or you not what you say you are. Man, lying is so detrimental to your to your soul, clearly, because I just read that. But even in the natural, lying is tiring, man. And then you gotta remember. You gotta remember that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You gotta remember <laughs> all the lies you done told. And then you gotta remember who you told which lie to. Yes, sir. You're gonna mess around and tell person number three. The lie you told him before about the person number one and to mess around and forget that you already know nope, yes, you done messed up. Nope. You see that? That's a, see, 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 lying got so many different ways to, to go about itself to, to get you in trouble. Yes, sir. And there is no freedom without the truth. You need the truth so that you can have freedom, even if it's something that you don't want to hear. For sure. You, you, you need to know that. You know, I'm going to just let's look at one more scripture real quick. Okay. Second, ten, uh, excuse me, Second Corinthians 3 and 17. I'm just going to read part of the scripture. And it says, you know what? Before I read it, if I say to you, there's a million dollars in that room. And you say, wow, I think I could use a million dollars. And I say to you, all you need to do is go in the room and get get the money. What would you do? You go in the room and get the money, right? Nah. You, you wouldn't go get it? I'm a different type of person. Tell, I'm not tell me what you would do. Uh, I have this uh, idea. All money is not good money. Oh, look at that. So if someone's almost giving you a million dollars, there has to be some type of price or cost on the other end of that. Mm. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. What if I told you that love was in that room? I'm and, in there. And you and you hurt me. You going to go in the room and get that love? I'm in there. You going to go get that, right? Well, look at this scripture. Part of that scripture I was just about to read to you. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. You want to be where God's spirit is. That's where your freedom is. See, I'm only giving you facts. I'm mm. giving you truth. I'm giving you the word of God. I'm giving it to you that way. So a lot of times, the reason why I use scripture is because I never want anyone to come back and say, well, Norman said, yeah, Norman read. Yeah. Norman told you what the word of God says, yeah. right? And so God has equipped me uh, with enough information and discernment to be able to, to, to break down his word. And I only want to use it for good, right? I only want to be able to use it in the way that it was meant to be. Because you're right. All money ain't good money. Guess what? All love ain't good love either. For sure. Cause for people, sure. Because there's some people out here that don't know how to love because they ain't never been loved. So how you, if you never had something, how are you going to know what it is? How are you going to experience it, right? So um, that's good, man. And, and hopefully uh, something was said tonight, you know, because I got to tell you right now, uh, you inspired me tonight, man. Seriously. And... Um, conversation absolutely enlightening uh i appreciate you i appreciate your honesty i appreciate you coming to chat with me man uh i hope the conversation you know did something for you as well for sure yes i, I, I know somebody's gonna listen to this podcast one day and be like yeah man i i know what they talking about man i kind of feel that yes sir. You know? and and the good thing is that we're able to do this um in love yeah you know, yes, and understanding that uh, is what the world needs, man. More of it. More of it, man. It's, it's so crazy out here today. Um, but I believe the word of God to be true. Right. And and for those of us that do, you know, we can go to this book of Revelation that I just read from a little while ago and, and go. Yep, that's what. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 Right there. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's right there. You know, but. You know, I, I preached a sermon two weeks ago and I said, but you know one thing? God gave us hope. And that hope is in Jesus Christ. For sure. Yes, sir. You know, that's where that's where our hope lies at. And so we got to continue to go out and, you know, 
be positive lights for the kingdom. We got we got to do that. We got to spread the gospel. Jesus told his disciples to go all out and all over the world and spread his word. That's what he told them to do. And look, it's 2022. Yeah. Over 2000 years later, and we still talking about the word of God. He ain't changed. Ain't going to stop. Exactly, man. All right, man. I appreciate you, my guest again. Thank you, my sir. brother. Thank AD, you. Thank Mitchell. you. Thank you. Thank you. I was happy to be here. I appreciate you, sir. Thank I, you. Absolutely. Look to everyone out there. You know, I love you.